Hello, hello, happy Halloween. Welcome back to Middle Ground Podcast. <laughs> Why am I so silent? I don't speak know. louder. Okay, hello everyone. Yeah. Welcome back to Middle Ground. Talk better. Talk better. Yeah. I get lined up. Also in the videos, if you haven't watched YouTube, you should. And I'm talking to the YouTube people. Hi. Um, I feel like I'm leaned back like this. I'm like, hi. And I look so small. So I'm going to sit up here. I pretty much always look large next to you. Like not in a bad, again, no, yeah, I'm just when I call smaller. myself large, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just do. Like you're a petite person. Yeah. Relatively. It's, yeah, I am. But like, I don't think of myself as that. Right. But then when I see videos, I'm like, I look teeny. I always think that I'm a generally like pretty normal sized person until I see myself in a room with any assortment of people. <laughs> and I realize quickly I am rather large, although, and I think I've talked about this before, my friend Ross's wedding, he's like 6'3 or 6'4. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ross, if you're taller than that and I didn't nail it. And his wife is six foot or 6'1". And their wedding party, like she played so basketball oh, in college yeah. and he was a swimmer and their entire wedding party was huge. I've never felt so, I was like, I'm a wee petite little girl. <laughs> I'm teeny tiny. It was so much fun. And I was Tinkerbell. 34 weeks pregnant with Gardner at their wedding. Oh, dang. My body hurt for like three <laughs> weeks because I danced so hard. It still hurts to this day. <laughs> yeah. My body never recovered. Uh, oh, that's funny. Anyway. Anyhow, grinding moment. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Um, uh, I was going to have you, but I can... I can go. I'm happy to go. Uh, My grounding moment is that we are getting our IKEA hack project done this weekend in the guest bedroom. So we took two giant PAX wardrobes from IKEA. They're almost eight feet tall. And my dad helped us build out a bench that's going to attach them that has storage underneath. And then also an upper part that will have storage that's going to attach them up top. And then we're doing beadboard on the wall between the wardrobes, between the bench and the upper storage. And then we're painting it all the same color. And it's going to be a really similar color. built-ins yes okay that's what I thought. so like the wardrobes the bench everything's going to be honestly really similar color to this color behind oh, us cute. it's like a really deep green and i think i'm going to get like a fun uh cushion made for the bench on etsy like i'm going to find a uh i always forget about dress. yeah like i every time like it's probably once every three months i'm like etsy's the thing yeah. And then I get on Etsy and I'm it's like... It's a great way, even if you don't purchase straight from Etsy, it is a great way to find creators and artists and seamstress and, and yeah, people and support them. who do that. And a lot of them, you can find their shops outside of Etsy or you could. I haven't tried recently. I know Etsy's like changed a lot of the way they do things. Huh. Anyway. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I bought... Um, I purchased some cute wrapping paper that's... <gasps> cute and now i can't even remember what it looks like if i'm gonna be i heard a rumor that a friend of ours is coming out with custom wrapping paper yeah so keep an ear out keep an ear out we might be sharing that soon um my grounding moment is uh that i got my halloween costume like figured out i didn't like buy it it's kind of like a makeshift so if you're so sorry world if you're seeing this, it will probably be posted because this is Halloween when it, this comes out. So I am a firefighter with my dog and Chris, but I'm getting that all like sorted and 
finalized. I did it like last night. So yeah. We're going to our Halloween event tomorrow and I have no idea what we're being. <laughs> I'm honestly, I've been just keeping my excuse me i just had the strangest that was like a hiccup but then a hiccup that never ended and then you can breathe yeah that was really anxiety inducing anyway oh my god (laughs) just cut me out of this one okay (laughs) anyway i have been watching tiktok because everybody's sharing their really clever costumes so Matt and I are trying to decide what we're going to throw together. The thing with me is I really enjoy Halloween. And I, if we would have had a less busy like month leading up to it, I really believe that if you're going to do it, you should do it the most. Oh, yeah. But now I'm looking for a way to look like I did it the most, but in like two hours. Right. Which just is not. Sometimes that does work, though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know yet, though. And we didn't dress up. Sorry, we're not. I know. I've seen every <laughs> podcast in the world this week, and everybody's dressed up. Like, we're lame. Pretend we're dressed up, guys. Yeah. What would you be? Um, no, we would have to probably be, like, a I'd duo. I'd be a Lego. I'd, oh, well, we could both be Legos. Lego's the coolest costume. I'd be I stand by a Lego it. thing, right? Don't care. <laughs> We'd stand and record the podcast. Don't care. I haven't carved a pumpkin. Hmm. I haven't carved a pumpkin this year. Or painted one. Guardy painted pumpkins. Nice. It's hard to say. Painted, painted, painted pumpkins. pumpkins. Uh, and Matt and I talked about carving pumpkins today or even Monday, which I know is kind of a weird thing to do, like, actually on Halloween maybe, but I don't care. Yeah. There's no rules. I think we're going to do the pumpkin patch on Monday possibly. That's fun. Did I say my granny moment? Yeah. Okay. Uh, something's wrong with my head. <laughs> I've been like... Ear grounding... Now I can't remember what it was. I don't think I did say mine. You got your costume together. Oh, okay. Was that it? Yeah, maybe. I think that's why that came up. Oh, boy. Let's get into scary stories. We recorded an episode before this, so. Which you guys know, because we're in the same clothes. Oh, yeah, that is true. (laughs) Good morning, USA. (laughs) didn't even think about that. All right. Okay, so by the title... You guys probably know we're reading the spookiest stories you've ever heard in your life. So ever be prepared. I'm really excited. This one I like. Um, I was gonna read that one. Oh, you were. That's weird. Okay. No, that's weird. That out of all of them, like I saw that one. I don't have to read it, but that's the okay. One well, that was... I can read this one instead. Okay, go. Are for you it. sure it's the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. All right, you go ahead. You got it. No, no, you can read it. Okay. When I was little, like seven or eight, I woke up in my room in the middle of the night. There was a lady, like if she was in a black and white movie, standing in my doorway. She was elderly, smiling her head off and waving strenuously at me. It freaked me out because I didn't know who it was and the whole black and white thing was very weird. So I ducked my head under the sheets and hid. While under there, I started smelling flowers. I ended up falling back asleep while I was still hiding. I told my parents the next day, figuring at this point that I'd just had a scary dream. As soon as I described her, my dad asked if I smelled lavender. I wasn't sure. So he brought me one of my mom's candles, and it smelled very similar. He got this mystified look in his face and told me he thought it was my great-grandmother, who I'd never met. She was the one who had had my family home built 140 years ago, and she had lived and died there. Dad's seen her a few times, and he always smelled her favorite flowers when he did. He thought he was crazy until I described her. 
Never saw her again, but I've often smelled lavender at my parents' house, particularly during important moments like my high school graduation. I think she just likes checking up on us. Aw, that's kind of sweet, though. It's not, like, scary. I know. I mean, it's scary at first. Like, you're little, and that's, like, actually terrifying, but... No, I, I think that would be terrifying. Like, in the moment, but then, like, oh... Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth, like... Well, I mean, do you believe in ghosts? I believe in energy. I don't know what I believe in. Like, I always think about it. Like, I believe like I believe stories like that, but it's never personally happened to me unless I'm just, like, actually stupid and clueless. I don't think I believe in ghosts. Like, like I don't believe it in it like Casper. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's the way we think it works. No, I don't think it's, like, a human. I don't know. Or, like, a fake. But then she says that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, personally, I've never seen that, but also like I, um, am terrified. Like if I saw something that was like a resemblance of like my past, I don't know, ancestors that passed away, I would lose it. Lose it. I don't think I would be like, I don't know. Cause there's those stories of like, people are like, no, it's actually really calming to see your ancestors are like hear from them. I'm like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know. Yeah. I go back and forth. I don't know. Your turn. Okay. Are you going to be able to find one now that I stole yours? <laughs> no. You did steal mine. We're really singing today. You think this is our time? Are we going to get picked up for a record deal? Yeah, it is. Good morning. You had... What's funny is I don't know that I've ever really watched that show. What show? Because is isn't it? that a, um intro, intro music to something? Is it a sound on TikTok right yeah, now? Yeah, it's a sound on TikTok. Okay, that's why. But I'm I don't know where it's from. I okay. haven't done I my... think it's a TV show intro. Anyway, I would believe that. Okay, my whole life, I've had this same exact dream all the time. In the dream, I'm walking down the hallway in my basement. Finally, when I reach the end, a tall shadow grabs me, picks me up, and throws me down. Oh, God. I feel the pain in my back and the hands grab my stomach. I hit the ground and fall into a hole that leads to a void. It's all white until a flash sends it red and yellow. Two lions and a demonic being with a skull mask stands there and watch. I always wake up from the exact dream covered in sweat. His mask, his mask is like that of a deer and antlers and he yields a meat hook and i'm not sure why whenever i'm having bad days i get headaches and visions of and dreams of everyone i love hung up with this exact meat look um i'm terrified hanging down from the sky in a black void with one overhead light i have mental problems and i see things and it's all the tall black creatures that grab me in the beginning when I walk I become paranoid of my whereabouts and surroundings I always feel like I see a lion ready to pounce that's horrifying that's not good no I think you should talk to someone yeah that's scary I've never had anything yeah, like that happen to I was me. gonna say that I've never had like you know, people, I feel like a lot of people say, like, you have the same dream. Repetitive dreams, yeah. Never in my life. I don't either. Not that it's never happened where I have something similar, you know? Yeah. But I, it, I've i never had it to where it's, like, reoccurring. 
I saw this TikTok of, um, I think it was like a dream specialist. Maybe it was just a random person. But they said when you dream and you're aware of that you're dreaming, always like try to ask people in your dream what time it is. And like apparently the whole like system in your brain malfunctions and like goes to chaos because they can't tell you. Because they can't tell you what time it yeah, is. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't really want to do that because I do, I do have that capability. Like a lot of times when I'm having nightmares – which doesn't happen frequently, I um, know that I am dreaming. And so I'm like, oh, switch the channel. Like I can do that while I'm sleeping and it like is nice. But I've never asked someone what time it is. I've lucid dreamed where like I'm aware that I'm dreaming. Yeah. But no, I've never asked anybody what time it is. I Most of my dreams are relatively pleasant. Not that I have night terrors. Yeah. Like, but... There's no in-between for me. It's either horrific, but I don't remember those. Yeah, Like, I'm not – I don't ever remember those. But my pleasant ones are fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's either – that's how kind of I am. It's either, like, pleasant or I don't remember at all. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm yawning (laughs) so much. Okay. When I was about five or six, I saw something outside my window. My room then had a bay window with built-in bench so you could sit on it or use it for storage. It sits about four feet off the ground if you're looking at it from the outside and about two feet out from our house. When I first read this, I was like, your bench was not four feet off the ground. (laughs) But I get like outside, it was four feet off the ground. Yeah. It's like you would have never been able to get up there. During the day, it let the light shine in just right. And the view from my window is a bit of the lawn that leads into the woods. One night after my parents tucked me in and turned out the light, I rolled over and was trying to fall asleep to the rain. Rain is the best. Yes, it is. Now, I didn't sleep with a nightlight or any light in my room. My room was down at the end of the hall. At the beginning of the hallway is a door you can shut. My parents would shut this door after putting us to sleep so they could go and do their own things without waking us. So, the no light except for occasional lightning. So as I'm trying to fall asleep, watching the lightning and listening to the rain, doing the slow blink kids do before I fall asleep, I see eyes, eyes, yellow glowing eyes. Terrifying. Of course, I scream and then start screaming for my mom and dad. They come bounding in, asking what happened, what's wrong. I'm crying and pointing to the window, sobbing, eyes, eyes, daddy, there's eyes. My dad gives me that look of really and says, there's nothing there. Everything's fine. The thunder probably scared you. All the while, my mother's sitting with me on the bed, rubbing my back and saying, it's okay, and so on. Beginning to calm down, I believed them enough to lay back down and say goodnight. This time, my parents leave the door open as a just-in-case. So after they leave, I just face the door instead of the window and finally fall asleep. I wake up the following morning, forgotten about my scare last night. I go on to do what four- to five-year-olds do. Did our eight? Okay. Cue cut to that night. Normal night routine, not remembering the previous evening and just ready to go to sleep. Parents tuck me in, say goodnight, leave the door open. Again, I started dozing off facing the door instead of the window. The night, This night there was no rains or storms, just crickets and cicadas, and for some reason I was pretty restless. I kept tossing and turning, and I just couldn't get comfortable. At one point I ended up opening my eyes and was facing the window when my eyes focused and I saw them. The yellow glowing eyes. This time they blinked. At this point, I screamed for my dad. My dad comes in, flips on the bedroom light, rubs his eyes while trying to figure out which way is up. I'm pretty sure they were already sleeping. He asks what's wrong again, and I go through the same spiel as the night before. Even says it's nothing, 
probably, or he says it's nothing, probably a curious deer. He even went and turned out the bedroom light and showed me there was nothing there. I told my dad the eyes blinked and he said, yeah, why, uh, what you saw was probably a deer. In my little head, I didn't believe him because deer don't have eyes like that. My mom finds a nightlight and plugs it in the hallway. I told her the light was too bright and I couldn't sleep with it in the hallway. At this point, my parents are getting irritated. Rightfully so, as I'm being unreasonable and it was probably like two or three in the morning. I could tell they were getting flustered and knew if I kept it up, I'd more than likely get in trouble. My mom decided she would plug it in the bathroom at the beginning of the hall and leave that door cracked and mine as well. So there was not a lot of light, but a little bit. Tucked back in, good nights, and the added it's late. There's nothing there. It was just a deer. When you screamed, you probably scared it away. You're fine. Go to sleep. No more waking us up. <laughs> I nod my head, roll over, say good night, and I keep my eyes closed and face the door. Eventually fall asleep. The next day, I saw what was fresh in my mind throughout the day. I couldn't stop thinking about the yellow eyes I saw. That night, going through the nightly routine before saying good night, my dad sits on the bed. We're not going to do this. I see eyes thing tonight. You know (laughs) what it is, don't you? I nod my head, not wanting to get in trouble. It was a deer, right? And again, I nod my head and I said, okay, I love you. Go to sleep. Uh, Both my parents give me a kiss. Good night. Tuck me in. Turn out the light. I pulled my covers up over my head and tried to force myself to sleep. Of course I couldn't. And I just kept tossing it, turning. At one point I'd turned over and knew I was facing the window. I still had the covers pulled over my head. I remember laying there as still as I could and breathing as quietly as I could. I started to pull the covers over my eyes as slowly as I could to look out the window. There was nothing there. I felt relieved for a moment, took the covers off my head, and was ready to get comfortable. Once I laid my head back down on my pillow, I looked back at the window. But there they were. Same place, same height, same everything. The yellow eyes. I was frozen. Couldn't move. Didn't want to move. Just kept staring. And there they were, blinking. But tonight, tonight the eyes moved, side to side, just slightly. I covered my head and closed my eyes, then my brain kicked into gear, and I hopped out of bed, and with my cover wrapped around me, flipped the room light on, ran down the hall to the bathroom, grabbed my nightlight, and plugged it in my room. I turned my bedroom light off and hopped into bed again, engulfing myself in the covers. I eventually fell asleep. I never said anything to my parents about it again because I knew they wouldn't believe me. And I never saw it again after that night. My parents still don't believe me, but I have to have every window covered at night ever since. Huh. That's creepy. I wonder if it was an animal, though, but it's yellow eyes. Some animals have yellow eyes, but for it to consistently happen night and night in a row. And I feel like some people, like animals have yellow eyes, but only when like light shining at them. Like what? There's nothing shiny out their eyes. I also wonder if it's like a dream. That's true. You know, where like it's that reoccurring dream thing where you're seeing it out, like you're seeing your bedroom and your window in the dream. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, for sure. I was never um, like a monsters kid. Like I never, not that I remember, but I never thought monsters were gonna get me. I always thought like, oh no, a kidnapper. Like that is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, I never went down the monster trail. But I have seen on TikTok of, like, monster spray. I'm like, that is so smart. It's, like, Febreze. They're like, yeah, monster spray. That really is smart. I'm like, you guys are the smartest people ever. I'm going to do that if I have children. And they're scared of monsters. So when I was 11 or 10, my mother saw this truck that was on my property. And this was at midnight. So I went 
with my dad and grandpa. And we heard like a demon blood curling scream. And I ran with my dad and grandpa and because we heard the scream. And then we found out it was a wolf or coyote and a guy shooting at the wolf or coyote. Mm. Mm. That takes me back to, there's a, uh, I don't know if it's NCIS. I think it's like a Law and Order. There's a Law and Order episode where they find this guy in a like big mascot costume dead oh i think i've seen that episode and uh, like in the end of the episode not to spoil it for everyone but they find out that a farmer accidentally like he didn't even know that he had killed a person because it was in the middle of the night and the person had been drugged at a party or something and were like on all fours throwing up in their mascot costume and the farmer, they were on the farmer's property, yeah. and the farmer thought that they'd shot and killed a um, animal. An animal. Yeah. Dang. And since it was in the middle of the night, they didn't like go observe. That's horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. My yeah. only like spooky. I was trying to think of like any I had, but I may have said this on the podcast before. I was. This isn't spooky. It's more like actual real life scary. I was home alone, and um, I uh, went downstairs and because I heard, like, someone rustling, whatever. And I was like, oh, someone's home. Like, you know, someone in my family's home. And I go, and I see this huge man, like, tall, like, probably six, five man, like, hunched over, like, looking through our, like – one of our drawers that has like cups in it like nothing special just like this drawer and his back was to me and I was like uh that's no one I know so I like freaked out in my head and I was like panicking but also frozen and I was like oh my god I need to run like I have to get out and as I'm about to like run out the front door he turns around and he like gets up and he's this huge man like bulky too and he's like oh hi and he like says it like that and I was like oh no so I like he can tell I'm like scared because I'm backing up about to run uh-huh. and he is like oh no 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 I'm here to fix something and I was like not believing you like you're in my house and I'm home alone. So now I don't even remember what happened but obviously he didn't take me and he was there to fix something but I believe I was like okay like for what and I was like trying to like keep backing up and Space. so he he got on he caught on that I was like scared so he like stood still and like made sure he wasn't like making sudden move yeah and I don't know what he was doing like he wasn't a plumber or anything but he was like a handyman and I'm like um mother why didn't you tell me this grown man was gonna just come in I don't know it's terrifying that's scary yeah and I was like the front door was like in my view and I was like oh I'm definitely gonna run out and do that I've also said this on the podcast too, like I always think about because I was a swimmer, like if I was seriously being chased, I would dive into a body of water and swim for my life because I think I really think that I could outswim someone way more than I can outrun someone. If there's a body of water if nearby. If there is, yeah. I'm not going to like sprint to like 40 miles to well, find one. I think one. you're like in downtown Bentonville where I know, like, you I sprint know. into but, like, a... I was thinking about that story and at the time we had like a pond but then now I'm thinking back and the pond was not that big. And it was. I but you know. could have tread water in the pond yeah, if they didn't true. want to get in. Yeah, sure. And if they got in also, you could get away. 
Yeah. So I think a pond is better. Th- I was thinking like you're in downtown Bentonville and all there is is the fountain. In the, you know, like you don't just go dive into the fountain. No, no. I like also don't think that's body what you were saying. <laughs> no, no. But I think that's a really good point. You know, like I've, and I said that growing up, like in, um, I don't know why we talked about it in class, but we talked about like discussion of whatever. And I've always said, like, if there's a body of water, totally jumping in and swimming it. And like all the boys were like, you can't sw- out swim a man. I'm like, uh, guarantee Most I can. Men. Most men, like a swimmer man, probably not. Like a guy who grew up, sw- Michael Phelps, no, he's going to catch me. But um, no, I guarantee, I, and out tread them. Well, I guarantee. Like, m- yes, most Like people. I would be safe. Yeah. Running, no, they're going to catch me. I didn't realize what a skill treading water is. People can't do it. I know. No, I think about that all the time. Of And also, like, how I'm not scared. Like, I fall off a boat. I'm not, like, panic. And, mm-hmm. But that is, like, terrifying for most people, I feel like. Understandably. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. Like, I can – I have confidence I can make it, you know, and float and stuff. But anyways. I'm trying to think of any scary stories I have. And I really just don't have – anything super good that's scary like what you said about somebody coming into the house yeah because it's like real life i mean i feel like ghost things are scary too but like a real life scenario where you're like oh like it's happening to me what do i do yeah like terrifying i've been scared i'm being followed yeah like a handful of times but or being targeted, I should say, more than even followed. Yeah. Like, where I know people are behaving weird. And that's been scary. Yeah. Like, I've had scenarios like that, too. Like, in Italy, I think I've, again, maybe have said this on I the podcast. I remember. Yeah, I think you did tell this story but on the podcast. long story short, I was um, in the metro. I'm, like, minding my own business. I have one, air, like, earphone in. And I see these, like, I think there was three of them, maybe two, but, like, grown men dressed in suits and they were like bald what i can remember and like aviators on i was like okay they're like fancy are we in the matrix yeah and i just like thought nothing of it i just thought it was weird because like they were out of character like they didn't really look italian either and i was like okay so i just had my eye on them and then i get off my stop and they get off and i was like yeah there's no way so then i got back on the metro and they get back on the metro i was like okay we're really doing this so and they were like a couple like maybe two carts in front of me so like they weren't close to me per se and there was a lot of people around which I felt comfortable not comfortable but like okay there's witnesses so then I was like I'm gonna have to really work for this so then I got off they got off and so I was just like okay I'm gonna have to get off and like run around so I got off ran around like through the people got back on like it did that a couple times got off back you know all the things and then I found this group and they're like all Americans and there's like 10 of them and they were like in a circle I was like can I stand in the middle of the circle they're like yeah and I was like I think these people are following me I might be like you know over thinking this but like can I just stand there like yeah so I like stood with them and then they were gone still scary yeah and I was like, I'm not going to run out and, like, show them where I live, you know? Being alone as a female, like, like as a woman, scary. Scary. It doesn't know. matter where you are. Like, even if you're somewhere that's really safe because you just understand that you are not the physically stronger right. being. Yeah. 
I know. That's why I go to boxing. But that's why I always wanted a big dog. I know. I always think about that too. Like even when I like walk Frankie alone, like here, like and it's relatively safe here. I always just like keep my eye out, you know. And there's these like um, prompts you can teach your dog like to bark on command and do all this stuff. I'm like, I really need to do that. Like if Frankie could just like I could say a word and Frankie just barks on command, I'd be like, yeah, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not terrifying. Like she's not like huge, but like but scary. I think that it's much less likely being a dog owner to have somebody like break into your house to have because dogs are like, yeah, they can hurt you. Yeah, they can likely not always going to but they definitely can yeah i don't know i was i can i talk i always have intrusive thoughts too this is like going down a rabbit hole but like i'm like oh i have this dalmatian i love her i've always wanted one but i'm like oh my god like i'm so not just because she's dalmatian but kind of like that's such a rare dog i'm like oh my god like Does that make sense? Like, if I'm – I can, like, disguise myself. Like, if I was being followed, like, duck in somewhere and, like – Oh, but people aren't going to be like, oh, a a girl with another Dalmatian. Yeah. I think that's any dog, though. That's true. Like, even if you were with a golden retriever, like, it's a really identifiable thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. (laughs) there's this girl that I used to hang out with years and years and years ago, and I know her dog really well. Haven't seen her in three or four years. And I, she has to live close to me because I noticed her dog before I noticed um, her. Okay, well, good. And it's a dog from the, um, like, it was adopted, and it's a mutt breed. Okay. Like, it's not anything. Yeah. So I think no matter what, your dog makes you more identifiable. Yeah. So then I went down that hole. That was literally, like, last night. I'm like, okay. But, oh, well. We all have to deal with it, so. Yeah. Sadly. I... Uh, genuinely think that people for the most part are good i do too like i really do i i was talking about this yesterday and i don't remember who with but i i think that there's public access to information like we wouldn't believe and if people were as evil as sometimes we talk about them being i i don't they could get the job done yeah yeah i agree with that too but i don't think there's a lot of benefit in our world to being inherently bad do you know what i mean yeah like not out that people, to get people yeah right i agree with that to because like really have hurt you people seen the tiktok and i think i could do it too like i have faith this girl i don't know if her whole page is about this but she basically like from a so she films a video people will comment on it and she will find those people's houses yeah and i'm like that's insane and it's not hard no and I'm like, well, that, all you to your need point, is people's names. Exactly. And to your point, it's like, oh, like, yeah, no one's really out to get me. They Matt, could. Matt figured that out for the first time a couple years ago. He was trying to find addresses to send out Christmas cards. And he's like, all of our friends that own homes, it's easier to just uh, look up their names and property records and get their address that way than to wait for them to text back. And he's like, that was the first time I realized how easy, easy. Well, and the thing is, people think that's so crazy, but 30 years ago, it was all in the phone book. Yeah. You had your address and your home phone number for people to look up. available. Right. So what changed that that's so scary now? I get the... No, yeah, I get the fear. I I understand it. I relate to it. I don't want people to know 
where I live, I'm strategic about a lot of things that I do because I don't want it to be easy to find. Yeah. But, but what started happening? Is it just how much more information we have has made it scarier, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know because I grew up in this age, so. I don't know. I feel like it would be scarier back then, though, kind of, because, like, no one's tracking you. Like, you're gone. Nobody's tracking anybody. Do you know how many people are, like, even that's happening to you? I'm saying, like, you're saying, why are we... There wasn't as much fear of being kidnapped. Back then, maybe, but I would think... But maybe it's just because I grew up in this age, obviously. Back then would be scarier because when you're gone, you're gone. And like Right. That a, part would be scarier. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know how long you've been gone because there's not this to keep you updated. There's not like what was she wearing you know, it's like a hundred percent. All the things. We have way more tools now, but I also think the biggest thing is we talk about it so much more true crime podcast yeah that's true crime tv all this stuff like we're we're seeing so much more in our face and i think that that might make us more fearful oh yeah i agree with that i don't know though i don't watch any of that though i don't listen watch a lot of it i have gone through seasons in life where i watched a lot of it and the one thing i learned is the majority of crimes like that happen to people by people they know yeah and that they know well i know Kind of just is what it is, but... I don't get it. Sad. I don't get it either. Okay, I'm going to read another one. Okay. Um, last year, I was on vacation with my sister and our parents. We rented a nice vacation house in Croatia. It was very isolated, surrounded by forests, bushes, wine yards, etc. No other people around us. No, terrifying. Um, one night slash evening... I don't remember the exact time, but it was very dark. My sister and I wanted to go on a short walk with my dog. We made it a few meters away from the house when we suddenly both heard a woman singing and humming coming from the forest. Mm -mm. Kind of creepy singing type like a horror film mother humming a lullaby for their child. We panicked and ran back to the house. Absolutely not. No, that's like in the middle of the woods. I'm out. Uh, I have a funny, um, <laughs> I have a funny, very short, scary story, kind of. <laughs> Matt and I, so I t- I've talked about this on TikTok and I may have talked about it on the podcast. Matt and I shower together every single night. Like that is our, like we catch Me up time, about our yeah. day and like talk. And Matt and I are in the shower the other night. We're talking back and forth. I don't even remember what we were talking about. And <laughs> this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. We have a Google Oh, yeah. In our bathroom that controls, like, the bedroom lights, bathroom lights, all that kind of stuff. One of the little minis. And we're showering. We're talking back and forth. And I don't know what I said, but something I said triggered the Google to turn on. And it, like, answered a question that it didn't actually hear. And it didn't phase me at all because I understood in my head how it could have hurt. Like, you know? And Matt. Shit himself. Because it's like, it didn't just like be like, okay, you know, it wasn't like that. I like answered it. Yeah. It was like, you're in Fayetteville, Arkansas, blah, blah, blah. And Matt was like, oh, like against the shower wall. Like, and I about died laughing. 
because I was like, what were you going to do? Like, did your yeah. life just flash before your eyes? Like, do you naked do you fight? Yeah, like, do you just fight the person naked in the bathroom? Like, what do you, what, what do you do? You know? know? I really don't know. But it, I, it, I was tickled. I was really tickled. Because I don't know, I don't know what you do. No, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Be like, stop. I was like, you're not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. Your adrenaline yeah. is like at an all time high. So. That's really funny. Yeah. We've had a couple creepy stories with the, just like, all the devices that listen to you. Yeah, scary. that is true. Scary, scary, scary. The camera is blinking. I'm scared. Okay. So wrap well, it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. It's going to be a mini episode, I guess. Mini episode. Happy Halloween. Next week's episode great... is bomb. So good. So good. So get excited for that. You can find us at Middle Ground Podcast. Email us hello at middlegroundpodcast.com.co. I can do it right. Yes. No M. Dot C-O. Yeah. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday. And if Stay you're listening safe. to this after Halloween... I hope that you're having a great start to Thanksgiving season and Christmas season for a lot of people. And all the things. Yeah. We love love you guys. Bye. Bye.